Psalm 112 is where I am this morning. And it starts in verse 1 to talk about the man who fears the Lord. And fearing the Lord, what it means to fear the Lord has always been an elusive thing for me to define. I've heard lots of good explanations and definitions, but to be honest with you, it is something complex because it's it's talking about a certain lifestyle, a certain attitude that uh, is maintained throughout all of life for the Christian and it encompasses so many so many things and affects so much of our attitude and how we act and how we relate to God as Christians so it's not a it's not a small phrase it's not a <laughs> a small matter to have a robust understanding of this phrase. So when I read Psalm 112 this morning, I appreciated the opportunity to have this psalm as like a character profile of the man who fears the Lord. Uh, I know there are many other parts of the Bible that talk about the fear of the Lord, but I'm just going to isolate this reflection study to this specific psalm. So I wanted to go through some of the character traits it mentions. And by implication, therefore, it defines for us what it means for someone to live a life of fearing the Lord. In other words, uh, we can see the kind of attitude or the kind of person the man who fears the Lord is. And by that, we we can kind of deduce... Okay, so what is at its core? What does it mean at its core to fear the Lord? So there are a few verses that stand out to me. Verse 1, it says, Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. So that's one really important aspect of fearing the Lord. Greatly delights in the Lord, Yahweh's commandments. Uh, Verses 3 through 4, they repeat this in a in a parallel way. Um, but simply put, it says that the man who fears the Lord is someone who is gracious, merciful, and righteous. Now, those are each, of course, characteristics of God himself, which I'll uh, bring up after I go through these verses. But when it says, when it says, righteous, his righteousness endures forever, he is gracious, merciful, and righteous. Uh, I, I do really think that's talking about the man who fears the Lord. Of course, those things are, are 100% true about God himself. But the man who fears the Lord himself is one who uh, should at the very least be aspiring to, to reflect these aspects of God. But anyway, the point I'm saying is the man who fears the Lord is one who is gracious, merciful, and righteous. And then lastly... Verses 7 through 8 have an interesting, I think, graphic way of putting this. It says, He is not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. His heart is steady. He will not be afraid. Okay. So the things that stand out to me about those character traits of the one who fears the Lord is that he's not afraid of bad news. Why is he not afraid of bad news? Well, because he fears the Lord. He doesn't fear bad news. 
Um, it says his heart is firm or steady. And the heart is firm or steady because its trust is in the Lord. Or his trust is in the Lord. I also want to point out that Psalm 111, verse 10, the verse right before Psalm 112 says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. I've heard that phrase a million times. And all those who practice it have good understanding. So notice the psalmist calls the fear of the Lord a practice. Fearing God is ultimately something you put into practice. So what is the practice? I think Psalm 112 gives some indications. So first, I think the fear of the Lord involves one's approval of God himself. Your approval of God's very character. Your approval of God's very character, in this case, it says, is greatly delights in his commandments. It's ref- God's character is reflected in his law. So your delight in God's commandments is not, oh, wow, I'm so glad I have this rule book so I can try to be a good person. Uh, now, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be a good person. But the delight in the commandments is because you're thinking of the person who wrote the commandments and how it reflects him who perfectly keeps the law, ultimately Jesus Christ. So fearing the Lord, I would say first and foremost, is an approval, an affirmation of God himself, of God's very character, God's very nature. And his law is a reflection of that. So greatly delighting in his law is by extension greatly delighting in God, in his character, in his nature. The NIV's Ondervan Study Bible says this. It says, The fear of the Lord is properly recognizing his nature and character. True wisdom, I'm still quoting NIV's Ondervan Study Bible, true wisdom is living in the light of the Lord's nature and character. The ESV Study Bible says, The fear of the Lord is sound insight into God's moral order for the world, or at least it involves insight, sound insight into God's moral order for the world. So, uh, the first thing I would point out about the fear of the Lord is, one, the fear of the Lord involves an approval of God himself, an ultimate, uh, absolute, no questions asked, well, I mean, you can ask questions, but in in a a overall absolute pure approval of God himself, total approval of God in his character, his very nature. The second thing about fearing the Lord that I think this psalm reveals is uh, fearing the Lord is to live in such a way that you yourself reflect God's character. In verses 3 through 4, it says he is, he is gracious, merciful, and righteous. That's verse 4, rather. Verses 3 through 4 say that. So fearing the Lord involves one living in such a way that reflects God's very character. Gracious, merciful, and righteous. Uh, the last point I've divided into two is the fear of the Lord means you do not fear things that are underneath God's control. You don't fear things as something that is opposed to God 
or, or something that it, it's like it's conflicted with God. You don't you don't fear those things. Uh, you should fear things like God's judgment. Uh, a sinner should fear God's judgment because that's that's proper. That is the ultimate. That is the ultimate judgment. Uh, a sinner who fears earthly judgment above God's eternal judgment has an improper understanding of things. We also should fear earthly judgment um, because God has ordained earthly authorities. But notice how you're running it through first that filter of, I fear God, therefore I fear these things on earth that are an extension of his authority, that are an extension of my fear of him, not the other way around uh, or in contradiction or confliction or conflict with fearing God. Um, fearing God is not supposed to be something like how little kids fear the boogeyman or the monster underneath their bed in, in a dark room. When the lights come on or when it's daytime in the room, you're not afraid of the boogeyman because, because you recognize that's irrational and it doesn't make any sense. They're not, they're not underneath the bed. They're not in the closet. It's, it's fake. So our fear of God should not be something that uh, only comes up when, when we're in some kind of great distress. No, our, our, our fear of the Lord is not supposed to be like this crazy up and down. Okay, I'm super aware of it now. Okay, I don't care about it now, later. Uh, no, <laughs> the fear of the Lord is, is a constant attitude, a constant disposition, a, a steady and firm recognition of who God is and our relation to Him. So, uh, fearing God should not be like how a child fears the boogeyman, who this boogeyman is so powerful, but apparently the boogeyman is only there when I can't see him. And, you know, you attach all these irrational things to it. Fearing God is a steady, firm, and like the ESV study Bible says, a sound insight into God's moral order for the war world. A sound insight into God's character. And so lastly, the fear of the Lord, the man who fears the Lord, the one who fears the Lord, is someone whose heart steadily trusts in God. A heart that has firm confidence in God. Um... So I'm thankful for Psalm 112 and some of the reflections it has uh, brought about in my mind, in my heart. Um, I hope this reflection or these reflections can help you think about what it means to fear the Lord. Um, but just remember here it says, praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commandments. That's all for this reflection. Thank you for listening.